Hi folks, and welcome to Litivation. I am your host, Sam. Second week into my challenge of reading one piece of literature slash one book a week, and I'm doing pretty well. Although this week's book is pretty short and sweet. It is called Exactly What to Say, The Magic Words for Influence and Impact by Phil M. Jones. Now, I will say at this point that my books are going to be quite random. Some of the books I picked based on what was the most recommended in certain categories, like human nature, business, etc. So this is one of those books. It is based mostly on sales techniques, I've noticed, and is directed at salespeople. But I think it can have applications in wider parts of our life, just you know, knowing how to speak to someone or what to say and how to continue conversations outside sales. I think it can help with finding different approaches to conversations, or maybe it will just give you the tools to spot those sale tactics when someone is coming at you with them. I must admit, while reading this, I got strong telemarketer vibes that I wasn't 100% loving. Well, regardless of the telemarketer vibes that I just spoke of, there are still some things to take away from this book, and I will talk through my opinion of them now. So the first page of this book actually opens with a quote saying, the worst time to think about the thing you're going to say is in the moment you are saying it. I think a lot of people will resonate with that, whether they're salespeople or not. We've all been on that stage where we have to give a speech and we can't quite think about what we were going to say unless we've prepared for it a million times. I even feel it sometimes with this podcast. (laughs) Now, obviously, as you can probably see, there's a theme running through this book. It's basically talking about the motivation for someone to do something or to purchase something. One of the discussions he has is about how would you feel if some words. And he talks about the meaning of motivation. And he says that generally from the Latin word motivus and the Asian derives from action. So basically... Motivation boils down to a reason to move or a reason to do. And then another tactic he suggests is asking, when would be a good time? He says that one of the biggest reasons your ideas fail to get heard is that others tell you that they don't have enough time to consider them. I must admit that I do use that sometimes in my own speech. But I also, when I'm asked it, I will say I do not have a good time ever. Or I'll push it off long enough that someone will forget that they've asked me if I have time. So although I can see some value in some of these words already, I don't necessarily agree with them. There is actually a word that he suggested, you're saying don't worry to someone in a stressful situation. And when I thought about whether I would be de-stressed if I was told don't worry by someone in a professional situation. I didn't think I would be de-stressed. I thought I would just be annoyed. I don't know how many other people are in that same boat. And I think the last thing I want to touch on is his suggestion of the words what happens next. Now a lot of the time people will find it hard to make a decision because they don't really know what the options are or they don't really know what comes next. And I actually use this not in the same way, obviously, but I use this in my 
job being giving advice to clients, I will think about what happens next to help take that burden off of them. So instead of saying what happens next, I will say, these are your options. This is how we can go. This is what I would recommend. Purely because I'm in a position where someone's asking me for my advice. If I was in another career, maybe I wouldn't be using that as much or I would be using it in a different way. But again, I resonated with that particular set of words or or at least the suggestions around the words because I did see them coming up in my day-to-day life, regardless of me not being a sales professional. So that's about everything I took away from this book. It was a very short read and it will be much smaller once you see it in person, if you do decide to get it. It's the smallest book I've seen, or at least one of the smallest books I've ever seen. It's only 130 pages and it took me maybe two or three sittings of reading for 20-30 minutes a day and I was done. So it could be helpful for sales professionals especially to break them out of their typical mindsets and, and try something different perhaps or just remind them that there are different ways of approaching things out there. And if you're not a sales professional, maybe worth picking it up as well just from an interest of human conversations and what you should maybe do. Well, thanks for listening this week and let me know if you have any suggestions for books. Otherwise, I will continue making my way through random books and if you find them interesting, great. Until next week. Thanks all.